like that song. Yeah. Yeah. News Radio 680 WPTF. We are on with Making Your Home Great. It is a two-hour Saturday uh, expedition into the whole concept of what needs to be done around the house. How can we fix the house and make it look nice or great? And who's going to do that for us? Uh, especially today, because we've got a couple of people who are going to do some do some things for you. Jacob Gooden from Jacob's Ladder Construction and Roofing is here. Hey, Jacob. Hey, hey Dave. Thanks for allowing me to be on the show. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, Tim Feruzzi is going to be on in the second hour. He won't be on this hour, but he'll be on at the 3 o'clock and later on uh, in the studio, Al Reinish from NC Shed Builders. Uh, again, we're kind of taking a gentle step outside with that concept, and if you think that a shed is just a, uh, you know, four walls and some two befores, mm-hmm. uh, you got to see what he he makes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Jacob Gooden is with us. Jacob, how'd you get into this business? You, you, first of all, what's the range of services, and then we'll talk about your history. The range of services we offer are actually the entire state of North Carolina. Okay. Uh, so we go to Boone, Asheville, uh, Raleigh, Cary, Durham, Winston-Salem, Greensboro. The, the entire state of North Carolina, Wilmington. It's construction and roofing. Jacob's Ladder, construction and roofing. Yes, sir. What kind of construction? Uh, you know, we build uh, porches over patios. We yeah. build We build porches over decks. So we construct those types of things. We do um, the James Hardy uh, fiber cement siding. We do vinyl siding. We do gutters. Uh, pretty much... Anything that needs to be done on the outside of your home, we can either repair it or we can make it uh, build a new one. All right. If anybody needs some advice on their project ideas, please do call this hour, 919-860-9783, 919-860-9783. We're, kind of, we're going to make uh, Jacob take the pledge that even if it loses mm-hmm. a job, if somebody needs some small bit of advice. Absolutely. Let's go ahead. Go ahead and give the advice. Be glad to. 919-860-9783. So how'd you get into this? Uh, well, I was 12 years old, and some of my stepfather's friends needed some help over the weekends. Yeah. And me and my brothers would go and, and take roofs off uh, for them and bring up the shingles. And... Um, just kind of work around those jobs on the weekends at 12 yeah. years old, 12, 13. You were up on a roof at 12 or 13? Yes, sir. And I've been on a roof ever since. Wow. Yeah, I did. I've done some other things, some some uh, uh, metal stud framing, some uh, drywall, but mostly exterior vinyl siding, Yeah, things of that nature, and mostly, uh, very predominantly, uh, roofing. And when did you decide to go into it for yourself as a career? Well, I named the company when I was 13 years old. Really? I I knew what I was going to do. Yeah, and I had a plan. Um, I I knew that I was going to go into the roofing business. I, uh, unlike a lot of people, love and loved being on a roof and Mm -hmm. and doing those types of things. And and so at 13, I named the company. At 15, I actually dropped out of high school and, and pretty much started it. Uh, yeah. And, of course, at 15, you can't just jump right into business. But at 18, I started the full-on business, and, and we've been rolling ever since. The That path is not the preferred path from mm. most families' perspectives. Is it? Would it be your 
suggestion for family members? Roofing or, or quitting school and getting quitting right school. to school? No, absolutely not. Okay. I would not. I would not, for the life of me, uh, encourage people to quit school. I missed out on a lot of things by quitting school, but I learned a lot of things with my hands. And that's the kind of child I was or the kind of person I was. I, I liked being uh, using my hands and, and being productive that way. I, was, I couldn't sit still. Yeah, oh, so oh. That's where that came uh, from. During the week, I'm a teacher, and let me just tell you, I know exactly that child. Yeah. Who's in the studio? <laughs> Who do we wonder? That's Chris Hooks, my buddy. Well, that's Chris. Oh, this is Chris. Okay. Um, listen, the uh, the whole idea of coming on the show is to let people know about the quality of the person and the and the you know the the character behind the individual doing the work. Yes. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about this. You got any construction stories for us? Just start us off. What you been doing this week? Uh, this week, uh, as I guess everyone that's listening to the show has noticed, the the rain and yeah. the rain has been uh, a little bit crazy lately. And so we've been just uh, going fixing, repairing leaks. Almost yeah. everybody and their brother has had a leak. Yeah, and we've had the opportunity to go and help them out and 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 pretty much save some of them. Their houses needed saving, and we yeah. were able to get there quick enough. Uh, respond quick enough to keep their house dry. Was it high wind related to the latest storm? Mm. Or was it just, we got so much rain that people noticed they had leaks? Yeah, it was just so much rain that the leak, some of them were leaks that uh, were small. And, and and then when all this rain hit, it became a much larger uh, problem because of the amount of rain that came in. Um, but, it, yeah. it, and then some came... And they didn't notice they had a leak or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and so they noticed it more since there was five days of rain. Yeah. I, when I bought a house uh, about 15 years ago, the homeowner had no idea really that he had a leak until my inspector came out. And we just noticed it. It was in the uh, in the area of the chimney. What is that? Yeah. Flashing? The flashing around the chimney. The yes, flashing around the chimney. I, you know, and I don't think he would have noticed because it was in an unoccupied room. Mm-hmm. And unless you unless you really look at it, or you get a torrential downpour of fifteen inches in the night, right? Yeah, you're, you're not going to notice. You're hearing from Jacob Gooden of Jacob's Ladder Construction and Roofing. Interested in getting an answer to a question, and it's not just, "Hey, I want to hire you." How about, "Yeah, I got this thing going on. Should I be worried about it?" Go ahead and call me up at nine one nine. 860-9783. This is Making Your Home Great. A News Radio 680 WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF. Making Your Home Great. On a Saturday afternoon, you can just uh, listen and take in the information or you can call in and drive the conversation in your direction. 919-860-9783. Uh, Tim Ferruzzi of HandyHelpers.com and HighlandRoofingNC.com will be on the second uh, hour of the show. Of course, he's Handy Helpers and Highland Residential Roofing. Uh, myself, Dave Alexander, I don't have a construction company. I'm the only guy who ever comes on the show and can't swing a hammer. Um, and in the studio today is Jacob Gooden, from Jacob's Ladder Construction and Roofing. Quick AccuWeather forecast, sunshine and clouds at a high near 69 
overnight low near 48. Uh, not cold enough to interrupt your tomatoes if you already put them in the ground. I'm trying to get the Sunday forecast up. Sunshine at 69, and Monday also sunshine and 69. Right now we're at 61. The real feel is 57. Jacob, what uh, what puts you guys in a different group? Because everybody's got to have their niche. Everybody's mm-hmm. got to have their what they focus on. So, so what you're asking is. What sets us apart from yeah, other you, companies? I mean, I notice with your your logo, it says Jacob's Ladder Construction and Roofing. Jacob's Ladder is a is a religious term. I mean, it can I be used as a it, biblical term. Sure, and glorifying God with every job. Yes, Talk to sir. me about that. Why'd you put that up there? Why did I put that? <laughs> a lot of people say I'm a little too bold to put that up there, but I believe in that. Uh, what what sets us apart is the way we do things. We we're not a large large company, so mm-hmm. we don't do millions of dollars in business. So we we're, we're very personal. Uh, I'm on most every job. Uh, I deal directly with the homeowners. I I I come in and and look at the roof, sell the roof. I'm there. You see me. Uh, you don't yeah. see a bunch of different salespeople. Another thing that sets us apart uh, from our work. Our work is a detailed thing, and we take a lot of pride in that. Yeah, and and we we want it to, we want to put something together for you that that will last, that will last a lifetime. Yeah, and something that we can one if we see a homeowner or something in in Lowe's or Walmart or wherever we go, we like seeing people who are happy with us, and so that's why we do everything. Uh, in a way that that will last, we put ice and water shield in the valleys and walls and the penetrations. All right, we, what is that again? Okay, ice and water shield. It's yeah. uh, it's called winter guard, and it's a thin layer that yeah. goes uh, it goes on before the felt paper, and it adheres. It's got a tar backing on it. Yeah, and so when it, it when it's laid into the the valley on the plywood or up against the wall, it adheres to the plywood, and then when you drive a nail through it. That tar on the on the underneath of it yeah. will seal up around those nails. So we put that in all the critical areas on the roof. And is that something that you do that you make sure you do that other people might not do? Absolutely, okay. every time. All right, Leon in Apex is joining us. Leon, thank you very much. You are on making your home great with Jacob Gooden. Hey, I have a question. I had my roof replaced last year and had a ridge bit put on. Yes, sir. When I when I looked up there when they were putting it on, it was like maybe three quarters inch from the sheeting to the to the ridge poles, mm-hmm. uh, and then on each side. So it'd be one and a half inch. But then the panel on top may have a total of four inches. So how wide should that area be for the vent to work? I'm, I don't know that I heard you very well. There's three the- quarters of an inch from the plywood. No, oh, it was about three quarters of an inch from the uh, beam that goes along the top of the house. So, so the total opening from for, for the plywood to the ridge beam on each side was maybe one and a half inch. How uh, how much? How wide should that be? Oh, the opening there. Uh, we we generally go two inches on both sides. All right. Well, uh, one and a half. One and a half is not going to take out anything that's going to. It's 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 not anything that's going to hurt your roof or make the ventilation not work properly. Uh, uh-huh. it, it it it's in good shape in that. Leon, are you concerned that you're going to get water inside there? No, no, no. I'm not concerned about the water. I'm just concerned 
that there was not enough opening between the plywood on the roof yes. and the ridge beam to get the air up through the ridge vent. Yes, sir. It's generally an inch and a half to two inches. We do two inches pretty much every time. So you're, you're getting plenty of ventilation with that inch and a half there. You're, you're in good shape. Okay, well, it's, wor- it's worked well. It's, it's, it's cool, cool, matic down. So I, and that's a, just a question hey. I had. I, I've done a little building over the years. I, do, I just observe things. Yeah, if, you know, if it cools your uh, attic down, it's cooling the shingles down from underneath, and, and that's a good thing. It'll make your shingles last longer. And, Leon, if you had hired... Jacob's ladder construction of roofing. The worker would have been or the sorry. The owner would have been on site and in the middle of the process. Yes, sir. I'm <laughs> guessing this about Leon. Oh yes, he'd hey. have pulled you aside, Jacob, and said, uh, "How big does that need to be?" Yeah, and that would hey, have been I, all right. Absolutely. Hey, I have people do work for me. They just kind of get concerned because I observe too much. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, we don't mind. Uh, homeowners owners to observe us at all we we're fully 100 percent confident in what we're doing we know we're going to do it the right way we're going to we do it with integrity so yeah. you can either watch it or you don't we're going to do it the, the right way one way or the other and that's right, just guys. one way we do business all right guys a good show i listen to you almost every saturday leon thank you would you do me a favor make it every saturday and uh, tell your friends Okay. All right. Thanks Thank a lot. Thank you, Leon. Leon from Apex with a with a great question, really. I the first time somebody told me about a ridge vent, and it was when I bought a house with a ridge vent. Mm-hmm. I thought that's never gonna work. Yeah. It's a tiny roof on top of your roof. Right. And the roof, mm-hmm. the real roof, has now got a slice in the middle of it. Yes. And that's okay with you. Well, and and you gotta make sure of of a couple of things. Yeah. So you you have the, the they used to have the metal ridge vent. The metal ridge vent uh, allows snow to build up in it, snow, ice, water, yeah. and, and and the louvers were in the bottom of the vent. So when the, everything piled up, it was allowed to go inside the vent and come down in the attic. Yeah. They made the layover ridge vent, which is a lot less uh, uh, profile on top of the roof. It, it, it's more subtle, and and you got to make sure that there's an intake in the soffit down below. Right. So if there's no intake, there's no outgoing. So And, and you can get too much ventilation in the attic where the hot air, if you have a ridge vent, you have a uh, gable vent, you have intake, and you have a power fan, well, the cool air is going to come in, yeah. but it's just going to twirl the hot air around, and it's not going to leave the attic. So it's still going to stay hot. And a lot of times, if you don't have any intake, the the plywood itself will actually start to sweat. Yeah, and it will appear as though there's a leak there, but it's really just a plywood sweating because there's no cool air coming up from the bottom to push that hot air out. It's just all the hot air sitting there, and it won't move. Here's the thing: my house has that. You have the intake. I have. I have the. Well, you call it. I have the intake. Practically everybody, I think, in new construction, just before you get inside your house, you look up at at the at the roof. The soffit area is that screened-in area. I mean, it looks like metal with holes in it. Air is going to come through there, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna essentially go up your roof, inside your roof, mm-hmm. and then out the ridge vent. Yes, sir. I also have a fan. Okay. The fan runs continuously. Yeah. All summer long. Is it theoretically possible that I've got the wrong system going? 
Well, honestly, I'd have to take a look at it. If you have but, but Gable, it's possible. yeah, absolutely, very possible. And a, a lot of people think the more the more vent you put, the better, the better. But that's not true. It will uh, too again too much insulation or too much. I'm sorry, yeah. too much uh, too, too many vent too many vents will um, will just keep the hot air and it just twirls around each other. So yeah. the power fan blows the. Uh, Brings the hot air from the ridge vent, and the ridge uh-huh. vent just it sits there, and there's no intake. Yeah. Or even if there is, the intake pushes all the air to the center, and so it just sits up there and, and, and twirls around. It doesn't leave the, the top of the roof. All so right. too much ventilation is a bad thing. Any more questions either about roofing issues or anything from the foundation up, right? Yeah. Anything from the foundation up, please do call us. Excuse me, at 919-860-9783. Mark in Youngsville. Mark, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Go ahead. Hey, I've got a question, uh, and it's in reference to my daughter's house. She has uh, a gable vent, Mm -hmm. ridge vent, and soffit vent, and I've been trying to tell her she shouldn't have all three. So what's the the real story? So she, okay, uh, so... She has a soffit vent on the eaves where the gutters are? Yes. Okay, that's your intake. That's correct. Yeah, and so a gable vent and a ridge vent, you're good. That, that's has, not too much ventilation. She has gable vents also. You said gable vent and ridge vent. She has, she has all three. Right, so the intake's good, and the ridge vent and the gable vents work together. They're not too much. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Only if she had a power fan or a turbine— or 750 vent, one of those three would be too much. But the gable vents and the ridge vent, they work well together. And the, the, the soffit vent on the eaves is where you're where, where I'm talking about the intake. So you're good. in good shape. Good. So so I was thinking maybe the ridge vent would be drawing from the gable. No, no, no. The, no. the ridge vent draws from the eaves. Okay, good. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. You have All right. Time. Thank you, Mark. And is that, because, is that because the, uh, the, the wood of the roof... I don't know what the wood of the roof is called. What's that called? Sheeting. Sheeting. No, the the the, the rafters. The rafters. So the mm-hmm. rafters channel the air up. Sorta. Of. Yeah, yeah, sort of. Okay. All right. I'm halfway. Sorta of is as close as I ever get <laughs> to being accurate on this show. Well, if a professional enough. can say to me, "Yes, Mr. Alexander, you're within sixty percent of accurate," we're good. All right. All right. Perfect. Jacob Gooden. With Jacob's Ladder Construction and Roofing, your roofing questions, and anything else about your home, we'll take the calls this half hour or this next half hour. We've got construction news coming up in just a little bit. The economy's good. Uh, There's your tease for the news. Also, regular news from the news department. AccuWeather forecast and more. 919-860-9783 is our number. Well, it's time for uh, construction news on Making Your Home Great, News Radio 680 WPTF. Equipment World Magazine reports that the, oh, boy, I can't wait for the uh, big dump truck issue of that. Equipment World Magazine reports the latest U.S. government jobs report has good news for the construction industry. Krista Scott has the numbers. The U.S. construction industry extended its streak of job gains to eight months with a small increase of 5,000 jobs in April. 
The industry now employs 6.877 million Americans, a 2.6% increase over April 2016, according to preliminary data from the Labor Board. More welcome news. The industry's unemployment rate fell for the third consecutive month from 8.4% to 6.3%. For Making Your Home Great, I'm Krista Scott. And unemployment rates decreased in 98 of North Carolina's counties in March, increased in one, remained changed, uh, unchanged in one. Hyde County has the highest unemployment rate. That's the bad rate of 12.3%, while Buncombe County is the lowest, 3.7%. Closer to home, Raleigh has, over the, the last month, added 1.2% in the mining, logging, and construction category. 61 degrees, real feel 57 News Radio 680 WPTF. It's going to be sunny all day next couple of days with some clouds. Jacob Gooden on Making Your Home Great. You're talking about how your company is different. Yes, sir. How is that? And you demand that it be different. Yes, sir. How and why? How is just the way we do our work and the way we take pride and we have integrity again we do things in a way that we know we can stand behind them we don't put a bunch of subcontractors on a roof with nail guns we don't just give a bunch of people here's a bunch of work and and go get it done and 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 try to make money what we try to do is, is build a relationship with the homeowner and yeah. and we again we want to see them in a store. We want to see them out in public. We want to be okay with seeing them out in public, and, and they'll know us. They'll know me. Um, we're different because we we cut the brick. When you have a brick house and a brick mm-hmm. chimney, we cut into that brick mm-hmm. and we put the flashing inside that. We wrap the chimney with the the ice and water shield again, and, and put the flashing inside. Uh, we hand nail everything we do. We don't use pneumatic air guns. Um, and what is the negative of a pneumatic air gun? There's not a negative. There okay. are uh, very many negatives. There's okay. there's a lot of bad too using the nail guns. So there's there's a couple of reasons that are really easy to kind of go over and, and and understand from the radio standpoint. Yeah. Um, there you you have uh, muscle memory with your arm, which mm-hmm. makes you kind of do a rainbow. And with the new shingles that we're putting on, the architectural 30-year laminated shingles, it's really two shingles that are glued together. Yeah. And in the middle, there's a three-quarters of an inch Yeah. with a line across it, and that's your nail line. If you miss that nail line, those shingles, uh, depending on your pitch, uh, will we'll start to pull apart and fall down the roof. Mm-hmm. And so with that rainbow pattern coming from your arm, you get about one or two good nails, and the other nails are too high, so they don't nail that laminated part back together. And what he means about a, a rainbow, I can t- interpret this because he's he's moving his arm to demonstrate <laughs> it. If you see somebody moving along a roof line with a nail gun, they are mechanical. They are swinging their arm in an arc, and they're going ka-chunk, 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 yeah. ka-chunk. And, and it's... Four and, nails in the two, and, two to three nails in the wrong place. In the wrong place. Absolutely. Um, another thing that's uh, very easily to understand from a radio standpoint is is uh, blowouts. Or uh, so you, you got to figure you got four men on the roof with a nail gun, and they're yeah. getting it done. They're just hammering it out, and and one guy has to, and so they all got the same amount of pressure on the nail guns, and one guy's got to go to the bathroom where the other three don't stop and wait for him. Yeah. They've all got sure. added pressure to their nail guns, so they're shooting through the shingles now. 
Uh-huh. And so now it'll hold for a little for a little bit. It'll hold because these shingles, when it's hot, they'll adhere to each other and kind of stay up there. Yeah, yeah. Four or five good nails will hold a, you know hold half the roof on. But when it gets cold uh, and and expansion and contraction, these shingles will start to fall off the house. I've seen them come off in chunks, six or eight pieces at a time, because that there was one that was nailed decent and four yeah. that weren't, and so the whole pack just slides down onto the gutters and then tears your gutters up. And that's why we uh. hand nail. We we know precisely. We know we're hitting each nail exactly where it goes all the time. And because you've done it for a long time, you're hitting it with the right amount of pressure. Well, there's no. There's no way to, pressure. yeah, yeah, but you're, but you're not. Uh, I'm not driving it through the shingle. No. Not going through the shingle. No. All right, that makes sense. What um, we've talked a lot about roofs. Yes. Um, what else do you do? Uh, we do uh, gutters, uh, James Hardy plank. We do vinyl siding. Um, like I said, we we build decks. We build roofs over decks. We we build and build. Uh, you build a build a, an extra room on somebody's house. No, we no. don't go that deep. No. Okay, all right. You put a put a roof above my uh, above my deck in the back of my house. Yeah, we build just screen porch. Yeah, I like it. Absolutely, I, I would like that. If you're not enjoying your back deck, yeah. because of the bugs or because mm-hmm. of whatever, I suggest you call right now. Now you can go to the website Jacobs Ladder Construction. Nope, Jacobs Ladder. Okay, Roofers. I'm sorry. Dot com. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was I was reading the the company name. The company name is Jacobs Ladder Construction and Roofing. The website is jacobsladderroofers.com. Now, if you end up with two R's in a row in the middle of the website, you've done it correctly. That's right. That's jacobsladderroofers.com. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sir. Or we'll give out these telephone numbers. You want to just make an appointment. There's a, there's yeah. a lot of people that um Install yeah. the James Hardy board. Yeah. There are a lot of people who put on fiber cement. However, there are very few approved installers. Okay. Now, what that is, is James Hardy, we've joined with them, teamed up with them, and they have seen our jobs. They've inspected our jobs. They know that we do it by the best practices standards. Yeah. So by that, they say, we approve what you do, and we stand behind it. And that way, the homeowners who are... It's expensive to get a hardy plank put onto your house. It's, okay. It just is because it's something that will last a lifetime. Yeah. Uh, the Color Plus product comes with a 10-year paint warranty. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and you got to do these things correctly to, to get the, the warranty from the manufacturer and from us. And right. so, you know, when you make a cut on, on, the, on the hardy board, you have to paint that cut. And they send with you, uh, with the materials, they send you some... Uh, almost like uh, shoe polish dabbers, we call them. Yeah. And, and the paint goes inside that, and each cut gets painted. Anything on there gets painted, and when yeah. we put it up, yeah, it's exactly how uh, the company says it should be installed, and they stand behind what we do. Uh, we're also uh, Certainteed Masters. Yeah, what's Certainteed Masters? That's what's that mean? That means exactly almost the same thing that we do things in a way that certain teed says we can warranty your roof uh-huh uh, the the nail guns yeah so with warranties on on construction products there's loopholes and so uh let's say it's guys out selling certain teed shingles mm-hmm. and and they have a 30 year warranty on a manufacturer warranty well let's say that shingle breaks down 
All right. And the guy put it on with a nail gun. Yeah. And missed a couple of nails. That one nail will void that whole warranty. Uh huh. So when it's done wrong, the nail, anything that's done wrong on that product, yeah. the void, the warranty is voided immediately. Right. If they're not staggered correctly, a lot of guys lay out uh, architectural shingles the same way that uh, they lay three tabs. Three tabs in architectural, completely different shingle, and they have to be installed uh, a different way. Yeah. And, and it's a stair-step process with the architectural shingles, and it's kind of back and forth with the three-tab. And so I've seen a lot of people do the architectural just the same way they do the three-tab. If that's done, the warranty is immediately voided. So I'm I'm trying to imagine the two different ways that you would do it. There is a way you just go in a straight line across, right? Yeah, you go in a straight line across. Straight line across. Is there there's another method? Well, the straight line across is the slowest method. Yeah. But, okay. Okay, so you lay one full shingle. Yeah. And you take six inches off of the next shingle that goes on top of it. Yes, sir. And yep. then Twelve inches off the shingle that goes on top of that one, mm-hmm. and all the way down till you got about an eight inch piece, mm-hmm. and, and you put that on, and then you go, you move over, and you bring those up, and you move over and bring those up, yeah. and then you start that process again. It's about a five step process, of yeah. five steps, and 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 that's how the manufacturer says this shingle should be installed. It, it goes with a lot of different things. It goes with the curb appeal because if they're and they're put into the package in a way to where that mm-hmm. uh pattern yeah lays out perfectly if you yeah. do it right and looks absolutely gorgeous but done wrong uh architects done like three tabs yeah. the pattern doesn't line up the pattern doesn't look nice it, it and it will cause uh, leaks and again completely voided do, do you drive around see roofs like that <laughs> and shake your head Yes, sir. You do. Oh, if you if you all do right. roofs the, as much as we do roofs, if you yeah. do roofs, uh, you will look at roofs all day long. That's what you do. <laughs> it's the first thing I see when I pull up to a house. It's the first thing I see yeah. uh, driving down the road. I see roofs where you might see shutters. But, yeah, uh, yeah I will pick a house to death. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Jacob promises not to do that at your house. Yeah. You know, no. he's not going to pick it to death. But if you want to talk to him about uh, um, uh, about some work you need done, it's not just roofing. But uh, the company name is Jacob's Ladder Construction and Roofing. The website is jacobsladderroofing.com. No. jacobsladderroofing.com. You're having a really tough time with no. the website. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to do it clearly. <laughs> Jacob's Ladder Roofers. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's okay. I'm not. I'm not busting your chops. I just. It's so far away. It's. It is. The computer is like twelve <laughs> inches. Jacob'sLadderRoofers.com. You know what you can do? What's that? You can Google Jacob's, Jacob's ladder. ladder Construction. Yes, sir. And roofing, and he pops up right there. And we are a five star. And it, we are a five-star company. Five-star? If you'll go onto the website. Is that from the Jacob's Ladder Construction and Roofing five-star uh, program, or is that from somebody else? That's basically what we're rated. Our website oh. allows us to rate, allows customers to rate us. And if you'll go to the service area, if you'll pull up the service area sure. over there on your computer. I don't think I can do that. It's too far away. Well, you might not be able to see service. it. Service. Oh, service areas. Service yes. Service areas. I see it. Hit that. And you'll see a map 
we're, we're running running Windows 3.1, really? so it's hard for us uh, to see. You, the, if all right, here we go. Yeah. So it's five stars everywhere you go. We've, five stars. And those are actual homeowners who we've done work for who love what we've done. Yeah. And, and we again, we stand behind it. We're 10 years in a relationship with a homeowner, yeah. and we have a five-star everywhere we've been. That's a good thing. Yes, That's sir. a good thing. All right. We're very proud of it. More with Jacob Gooden in the last segment here, Making Your Home Great on News Radio 680, WPTF. Got a question? Here's the number 919 860 9783, News Radio 680, WPTF. Homeward bound. What we're doing is we're finding every song that has the word home in it. And 919-860-9783 is the telephone number on making your home great. Sunshine and clouds the afternoon and high near 69. Exact same forecast next two days. 61 now, real feel of 57. News Radio 680 WPTF. Jacob Gooden of Jacob's Ladder Construction and Roofing, whose website is Jacob's Ladder Roofers.com. There you go. Going you slowly, it. getting everything done. Because <laughs> you know, in the construction business, if you're doing something complex, you should slow up a little bit till you're your good at it. Take your time and do it right. Take your time and do it right. Is that what you do? You take your time? Yes, sir. You do? We don't rush through anything. Uh, you know, we, we see people who rush through stuff and, and we have to come back behind them and, and take care of it. And, and, we just don't rush. There's no sense in rushing. You yeah. talked about misplaced nails. What else could you goof up? I what mean, that's else? fundamental. But what else? Oh, there's multiple things. Yeah, cutting. If you're cutting the edge, of your sh- so you're putting the edge shingles on, and you're cutting right next to you, and you've already put the shingles on on the yeah. other side of it, and you go to cut on those shingles, a scratch. Yeah. Uh, if you if you you pull away with your knife and you scratch the shingle beside you, now that may look like a small tiny scratch. Yeah, and it is. And after three four years, it's a much larger scratch. It's now into the shingle. So marking up the shingles real bad in the heat. Yeah, we, we sit on uh, cushions, uh, couch basically old couch cushions, sponges that keep us up on the roof. Yeah, uh, we sit on those to keep from uh, scarring the shingles with our boots and. And because those things actually, years later, even one or two years later, make it into a bigger problem. So just uh, proper planning, proper placement, and, and 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 proper attire, and, and like that cushion, it's just it keeps us and the shingles uh, safe. I'm um, guessing your uh, crew uh, have uh, heard that they want a family atmosphere as far as conversation on the roof. I'm assuming that you guys are real polite. Oh, that absolutely. You're good people. My, that you insist upon it. Yeah, absolutely. Respect, integrity, uh-huh. honesty. My guys are very uh, well spoken. My guys are very kind and 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 polite to homeowners. There's no, we don't sit up there and take our shirts off and any of that on the roof and, yeah. and try to sunbathe. We we're there to work, <laughs> and and we're we're there to be respectful if. You know, the roof's above the front door. So, yeah. you know, a lot of times we like to warn the homeowner, let them know if you're coming out, uh, the, the yeah. walk out slowly and watch your step and, and at least say something, hello or anything up on the roof so nobody throws anything down and hits you. Yeah. Um, 
you know, and, and we don't throw a lot of things down. Things fall. Yeah. Uh, you, you got all those circumstances. There's so many variables that can mess up in, in a roof, on a roof job that, that could destroy uh, a lot of things. But that's why we take our time and we do it right. Right. And, and so we don't have to worry about those types of things. North Carolina heat. Does it really take a beating on? Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. So everybody has uh, the new, or uh, a lot of homes now are getting rid of the shingles. Their 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 shingles that were on their house originally, yeah. which is basically a twenty year builder grade. Right. In North Carolina, that shingle would, does not last twenty years. You may get fifteen years because mm-hmm. there's there's two things to that too. One of course, well, the weather, of course, sun, yeah. heat, rain. All the uh, the storms we have. Yeah. The other thing is the the thickness of the felt paper, and a lot of people don't know this about felt paper. But uh, fifteen pound felt is decent. Thirty yeah. pound felt is too much. Yeah. And, and it stays so hot from underneath. Yeah. That that felt paper actually allows the shingles to get hotter than they should from underneath, and then you have the sun coming from the top, so it burns those shingles up faster. We're using a better product now called yeah. titanium. It's t- uh, titanium underlayment, and that keeps your sh- shingles cooler from the bottom. Now, is that something that was available 20 years ago? No. No, it wasn't. Okay. No. So it's not an example of a builder putting a cheap thing in place because they just wanted to save $200 on it. No, no. No, it this is, we've advanced, haven't we? We've advanced in our, yeah, absolutely. Technology of it's not a lot of technology in roofing, but it's yeah. coming along and it's making things better. The ridge vent being a plastic layover yeah. where you can put caps over it now instead of have the metal exposed with exposed fasteners. Those things are getting better. Of course, the titanium underlayment makes everything a lot better. And the winter guard or ice and water shields, I like to call it, um, definitely uh, makes things much, much better. Right. The critical areas, they last longer. They don't break down the pipe boots. They've got a couple products out now uh, with the pipe boots. The pipe boots uh, of old uh, had the uh, neoprene washer on them, and they will dry rot. This is when you see pipe boots. I have pipes coming up. You have from strange coming. places. I think for the water heater's <laughs> got a got sort of a vent. Yes, right. Uh, I got to vent the gases out of that little room. Right. And okay. Toilets so a, and bathrooms and such. Oh yeah. Have vents. Amen. Yes. And so we want a vent there. Yeah. And there's a boot that goes some sort of piece of flashing. Yeah, it's a yeah. Uh, it's plastic on the bottom, a little harder plastic on the bottom, and then yeah. it goes around the boot, sealing around the pipe with a, a neoprene washer type deal. Yeah, and so that neoprene washer will dry rot mm-hmm. in about five seven years. So every five seven years, you need to check out your have your roof checked at least for some sort of maintenance. And to make everything last and to make sure you don't have any leaks through the sheetrock in your house. What should I look for on my roof right now? It's about at that 16-year yeah. cycle. It's a 16-year-old house. Uh, depending on what kind of shingle it is, if it's an architectural or a three-tab, the three-tab, you look for the keyways. If those lines in the shingle where the shingle splits apart, if they start to widen, yeah, that means you're losing protection. The granules have fallen off. Okay. If you, if you can see... There's something shiny uh, in those keyways, even on the architecturals. If you can see something shiny on the the laminated part, that means the shingle's starting to lose protection there. That's the fiberglass mat that you're seeing. Yeah. Um, pipe boots, you can actually 
a lot of people can see them from the ground uh, yeah. and, and and can see whether it's peeled up uh, and, and has a hole in it or to, uh, where they nailed them on the front. They always caulk. We always caulk those nails, uh, even though we don't depend on caulk as much as some others do. Um, but you do need to caulk those nails. And and so if those that that starts to pull away, that's going to indicate that there's a possible leak either happening or, or, or starting to. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Thank what's you. your what's your best uh, contact information? Contact information will definitely be um, the website jacobsladderroofers.com. Uh, we have a number here in Raleigh, and we have a Greensboro Winston-Salem number as well. And so the Raleigh is nine one nine four seven five zero two six six. All right, four seven five zero two six six. And the other one for the Western customers are at 336, right? Yeah, 336-306-2668. And, sure. and again, on the website, jacobsladderroofers.com. Jacob Gooden on Making Your Home Great, News Radio 680 WPTF. Thank yes, you. Sir. Thank you. Next hour, Tim Feruzzi back with us. Also, Al Reinish from NC Shed Builders. News Radio 680 WPTF. We are making your home great. Radio telephone number is 919-860-9783. 919-860-9783. Two hours on the radio every Saturday to help you not only pick out a contractor, but to uh, uh, get some ideas about your home and how you can improve things. We have industry news occasionally and industry issues there's a couple of interesting stories this week. Uh, we're going to have Tim Feruzzi on the on the show this uh, hour, but uh, I've got uh, Dave from Holly Springs calling in. And uh, let me just tell you something. Uh, before I go too far with the uh, telephone number, if Dave from Holly Springs needs information from me, ideas for me, hi, Dave, uh, on their air conditioning, then you've hit rock bottom, Dave. Sadly, uh, Tim is not yet with us, but that's all right. We're going to get with Tim. Maybe uh, I'll write down your, your your question. We'll ask him. Oh yeah, I would appreciate. It. Yeah, what's the uh, what's the issue, Dave? Yeah, I would appreciate that. Well, um, uh, my wife and I are going to have a new home built. Yeah, and um, and the builder wanted to know if we if we wanted to have the air conditioning ducts uh, installed in the crawl space. Yeah, uh, or in the attic. Wow. Yeah, and so I was wondering. So I was wondering, you know, my folks, um, my folks had the, um, you know, the air conditioning and heating ducts, yeah. you know, beneath the floor, but they had a basement. And so, you know, in the home that I own now, you know, the, the um, air conditioning and heating ducts have always been up in the attic. Okay. So my question, I guess, would be, you know, are there any, you know, in, you know inherent disadvantages having them in the crawl space. Mm. All right. It's an interesting question, and it's one that I know Tim's going to have some thoughts on. He is a very um, very big advocate for uh, people um, uh, for, for people making sure that there's no possibility that uh, any mold or sub-home uh, sub issues uh, would develop, and I thank Dave from Holly Springs for calling us. And I think that Tim um, probably heard some of that conversation. Hey, Tim. Hey. 
So I didn't actually hear any of that's it. That's okay. Uh, right. I can relate it. I can relate it. Well, Dave in Holly Springs called up. He's having a home built, and the builder wants to know whether he should put the ducts for the HVA system in the crawl space or in the attic. Um, you know, I think that just depends on the style of the house. The builder might be able to help with them uh, make a decision on that as well as the mechanical, um, yeah. the contractor. But, uh, I would think that, uh, you know, the, the advantage of being under the house is it stays a little bit better insulated than it would in the attic. Right. I think the attic's a little bit more exposed to the, uh, to the heat and the, uh, winter. Yeah. Whereas the crawl space is uh, a little bit more of a protected area. Of course, with the crawl space, you have more issues with uh, mold and uh, algae and things of that sort. But right. uh, as long as they're sealed well, you shouldn't have any problems. Mm-hmm. Okay. I hope Dave and Holly Springs heard and got the information and that we're that, that he's good with the advice. Um, I have uh, my home has the. All the ductwork underneath, and then there's one central run to the upstairs. And I didn't know that there was another way to do it. Well, what? yeah, the advantage of having it under the house is, you know, the the obviously the pipes are carrying cold air or hot air, so yeah. uh, they the more insulated the area is. Of course, the pipes are insulated, but what what's around it also makes a difference too. So if it's in the crawl space, it might be more uh, uh, closer to the temperature of the interior of your home yeah. by some degrees versus the attic would have more extremes. So efficiency uh, standpoint, I would think under the house would be the best way to do it. Right. Right. I would think so because of the heat thing. Wouldn't there be a, well, never mind. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. I think, I, I think that Dave's got his information. He's going to ask yeah. his contractor. My thought about it is that if you've got a... Uh, uh, a hot attic and you're running your air conditioner duct through there, that causes a difference in temperature. And I've learned nothing on this show except differences in temperature are bad things. That Absolutely. They, that they and cause the moisture. Consider, yeah. Exactly. The other thing to consider, too, is if that attic is potentially uh, usable in the future for uh, storage yep. or even living area, having ductwork up there is going to be a big constraint on uh, future projects that you may have in mind. All right. Up, up in that area. Tim Feruzzi is with Handy Helpers and Highland Residential Roofing. The websites are handyhelpers.com and highlandroofingnc.com. And he's here for this hour. Also, Al Rhinish of NC Shed Builders, who has shown up early. Which is a really good thing. Move on over to the microphone. Say hey. Hi, Dave. Hey. Anything you want to jump in on in this part of the show, you just go right ahead. Okay. Okay, good. We've got a number of people who know how to build and make things, which is a good thing because I'm not. But we have people available to you. Call this number if you want to. uh, To get some advice either from Tim or from Al, 919-860-9783. 919-860-9783. As, as I've explained to uh, Tim, that I once broke a thumb swinging a hammer, okay? And that guy was very angry, okay? And I, 
<laughs> and I and you, 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 I always yes. get that joke until you until I hear it All right. from you. And the other thing is, I once did work on a roof, okay, and I fell off a roof and broke a leg. And again, Dad was in the hospital for a week with the broken leg. <laughs> So don't rely on me for any of the advice. I'm, I'm glad that Dave was able to get some, some answers. Telephone number here, 919-860-9783. So, so, Tim, what have you been doing this week? Oh, very busy. Looking yeah. at lots of projects, doing lots of projects. It's been a good week. Did the, uh, did the rainstorms over the last two weeks make things busy for you in the they Highland always, Roofing? They, they always do. They do always do, and even even handy helpers. Really, uh, people start noticing leaks around their windows and siding and doors and uh, into their into their rooms. So uh, you know, lots of lots of work. All right. Telephone number for the radio program is nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Making your home great on News Radio six eighty WPTF. AccuWeather forecast coming up next. News Radio 680 WPTF AccuWeather forecast. Partly cloudy, high today near 69. We're near there. Overnight low 48, and then Sunday and Monday a high up to 69 with probably some afternoon showers on Tuesday. Right now 61. The Real Feel 57 News Radio 680 WPTF. Dave Alexander along with Tim Feruzzi. Al Reinish in the studio. Al is with... NC Shed Builders, and uh, Tim, what's uh, what's going on? Are you there? Yeah. Are you I'm at here. a birthday party? I just finished up a wild birthday party <laughs> for my now officially 10-year-old daughter. Oh, my. That's great. All right, terrific. So what kind of building issues you want to bring up today, Tim? Because we always get something from you that's uh, interesting. Well, um... You know, I didn't. I wasn't prepared to talk to talk about anything in particular. I was really? Maybe some callers might uh, bring up some ideas that they have going on with their property, and well, that's kind of go from there. But, that's uh, totally fine. How about, Nine, how about Al, has he got anything? Well, to I think he's got. I think he's got some things. And, he does. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three is our number. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three is our number, and you can call um, uh, us and get some advice about sheds and and more. Al, come on in. Let's talk about NC Shed Builders. Yeah, thank you, Dave. Thank you for having me. How long have you been doing this? I've been in the storage shed business now for 10 years, and NC Shed Builders has been going for, this is our third year yeah. uh, in business. I assumed, wrongly as it turned out, that this would be a very non-detailed conversation about sheds. I really underestimated what you're doing. Because I didn't go to the website before I talked to you. And then I went to the website. Man, these, I could, my first apartment wasn't this nice. <laughs> it really wasn't. In fact, uh, from a construction standpoint, I'm not sure my house is this pretty. It's just a matter of listening to people, listening to your customers, and getting them what they want. Uh, the shed has windows. That's correct. Sure. Um, your garden shed, you said, is a, a, one of your best sellers? That is our number one selling shed right now. Uh, if I can dive into the little world of sheds. Yeah. Uh, you start with a basic 
shed we call the Statesman. Okay. Um, Seven-foot side walls, just a modest uh, pitch on the roof, trim, a little bit of trim around the edges, a couple of doors. Yeah. Just your basic shed for somebody that I, I just need to get my guard, or my lawnmower garden tools out of the rain. Yeah. Uh, don't have as much money to spend. Can you get me the shed? Sure. Yeah. Statesman shed is the, the one for you. On the opposite end of that, you have our premier shed, which everything about it is just a, a little bit more. Uh, yeah. Eight-foot sidewalls, one-foot overhang, a 6-12 pitch roof, architectural shingles. It is designed to complement your home, make it really almost like a part of your home. Um, often, it, it complies with a lot of HOA requirements. Yeah, my my homeowners association, though it has no homeowners association, like uh, there are covenants but mm-hmm. there's no enforcement, they demand that my shed match my house. And we can do that for you. You can do that. You make a mini home. Yes, essentially. Okay. Yep. And then, uh, so what happened was, uh, as I started doing business, uh, people needed, they didn't want to spend the money on the premiere, but they wanted something that looked a little like it. And so yeah. we created the, um, the garden shed. Um, it is... Uh, it, it's got the seven foot sidewalls, but mm-hmm. we got a six twelve pitch or a, a six six inch boxed overhang, yeah. um, and then um, we put the transom windows in over the doors, and then also give it another uh, eighteen inch by twenty seven inch window mm-hmm. uh, and a flower box. Most women that I talk to uh, define it as being cute. And it, it looks like a little cottage in your it backyard. Um, the most popular size is an eight by ten. Uh, we have actually, we, we just started uh, this spring with a, a home builder in the area, and they're offering that stu- that 8 by 10 garden shed to their customers. So the uh, homeowner comes in, we want to buy a home from you. Yeah. Uh, do you want a garage? No, we don't want to spend the money on a garage. Okay, well, would you like a storage shed? Well, here you go. We got a storage shed already built for you when they come into the home. I don't know anybody in my neighborhood who could have... A house without a garage and a house without a storage shed. You couldn't say no to both. Right. Because where you're going to park your lawnmower, where are you going to put the garden tools? What are you going to do otherwise? It's like my old buddy Chad used to say, give me a 100 foot by 100 foot shed. I'll fill it up with something. Uh, amen. <laughs> hey, Al, I've got a, I've got a couple questions. Sure. So, um, do you build these on site, or do you build them off site, or does it depend on the project? We build strictly on site. Uh, okay. I, ha- I have a workshop in Durham where we uh, pre-cut some of the materials uh, just to make things easier for us when we do get to the customer's home. Um, we pull up with our truck and trailer and back up as far as we can. Oftentimes, our customers have a privacy fence, and so. Uh, that limits uh, the other shed companies that bring it in on a trailer. Well, we're going to come in with just the materials, and we'll just start carrying it in, and that's just it. Hook up our tools and uh, start putting a shed together. Um, Most of the smaller sheds we can assemble in a day, uh, one to two days, uh, and have it all complete and ready for you to go. Are you building these on uh, uh, certain types of uh, foundations, or some of them just treated wood, and some of them block it it just depends on what the client wants uh so most sheds we just take a concrete block um a a four inch eight inch by 16 inch solid Mm -hmm. concrete block and and we use that to level things off we use treated four by fours underneath the shed to support it um and then treated floor framing on top of that um three quarter inch thick plywood floorboards 
Um, back yeah. in my early days, I built storage sheds for other companies, and they would use uh, OSB, which is just yeah. it, it's it's okay for about a year, and then after that, um, right. you know, it gets a little damp, uh, gets subjected to some moisture, and it turns into soggy cornflakes essentially, and yeah. you don't have a floor. Uh, I know a lot of uh, sheds, yeah, older shed, you walk in there and your your foot's going through the floor. There's another board, a ply, piece of plywood laying down yeah. uh, to protect your foot. Yeah, on from top the, of it. Yeah, right. Exactly. right. Somebody's come in and they, they've repaired it by yeah, putting it, yeah. Exactly. So we just start the shed off with a good three-quarter inch thick floorboard. If you would like uh, that to be treated, we can upgrade that as well. Uh, okay. I, mean, I like Sounds it. Sounds good. We yeah. also talked about uh, off air. I made the mistake of asking a question off air. I shouldn't should never do that. Um, Al mentioned that yes, a shed should be ventilated in some way. Absolutely. Like how? Um, most of our sheds, uh, a, a gable vent on in each gable mm-hmm. uh, will be sufficient. A lot of times when we're uh, putting on hardy plank or vinyl, it gets difficult to put a vent in our that small space. So we just put a ridge vent right over the top. Um, and, and it's, that is more than enough to, to vent that shed, but definitely, especially in the hot summertime, uh, that, that air, just like your house, uh, it, it, the building needs to breathe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. Pretty, pretty pictures. He's right that the garden shed does look cute, but what else can I? You got to. You put a, a flower box on the side. Yeah, we put a flower box on there. The transom window is another uh, real draw to it, and then just having that that six inch overhang. Um, uh, yeah, I need one of my customers in here maybe to uh, to talk more about. That's it. not a, that, you know that's not impossible. If they come in, we'll have them on the show. We will do that. Uh, but they are they are very nice. Uh, you've got the they're painted. They look. Like they've got soffit and, and fascia. Is that true or they're yeah. not? Yeah. Does it just look like that? No, I mean, we, we put a soffit on there and we the put... The whole roof uh, line looks like our house. Yeah, one by four trim. And um, that, that that's the object of it is to get it to look like your house. So, it, and and if it's colored like your house or, you know, in a situation like if you had hardy plank or vinyl on your house. Yeah. So you walk in and everything flows together. It looks really good. Right. Right. Alan, what, what what website can we go to to see some of your pictures? Uh, you can go to ncshedbuilders.com. And then uh, from that website, the best place to go is Recent Shed Projects. Uh, also, you can find us on Facebook, NC Shed Builders. Um, that's where I, I keep most of my pictures, uh, a lot of the current stuff that's going up. Yeah, and Rick in Raleigh joins us. Rick, welcome. Hey, to, Gary, what's happening? Oh, a long time. Rick Oliver, how you doing? We're, do, yeah, we're doing we good here. Barnes tore down, remember? Yes. Yeah, so is, uh, is the shed, does it have a uh, cement floor with rebar, or do you do both gravel or cement? Uh, we have built on top of concrete before. Um, a lot of times we uh, have that done ahead of uh, our construction. Okay, and also, uh, are the posts, are they steel, or are they, uh, like, uh, you know, treated wood, or are they, like, telephone posts? Because we were going to do a telephone post shelter for my tractors. Dave's been to my farm before, so he knows. <laughs> yes, I do know. I've got a tractor that the stack on it is about eight feet, so I'm going to need something. Rick needs like, something big. Yeah, yeah. Ha, you know, All right. get back up on maybe a 12-foot roof 
there is a limit to the size that we build, and we do build wooden storage sheds. Uh-huh. Uh, wow. But just recently, this year, we got into a, uh, a horse farm. Uh, wow. we, we built up a building. Actually, she had a very nice barn that had been previously built, and we built a smaller shed that mimicked it. You can find uh, a, a fair amount of pictures on the website with that. Mm-hmm. And then additionally, she needed a horse run-in shelter. Mm-hmm. Uh, which okay. I'd never done before, but when doing my research, it wasn't that much different from the sheds that we were already building. So we just drew up some plans, um, got the specifics of what she wanted. Okay. Um, and then we... The website, uh, yeah. Uh, ncsheadbuilders.com. ncsheadbuilders.com. Okay. Hey, thank you so much. You're welcome. And uh, Dave, take it easy. It's been nice listening to you, okay? Thank you. It sounds like a pretty good deal to me. I'll have to go on and see and get some pricing because I really do. I have my tractors and stuff around the rain. So all right, Rick. All Thank you. Hey, thanks a lot, brother. Thank Bye. you. We've got the Al Reinish of NC Shed Builders. Tim Ferruzzi, of course, from Handy Helpers and Highland Residential Roofing, and myself, Dave Alexander. This radio program is called Making Your Home Great, and that's the subject. We're going to talk construction news in just a little bit and uh, all uh, uh, topics related to sheds this next half hour coming up. News Radio 680 WPTF. Time for industry news. News Radio 680 WPTF. National Home Improvement Retailer Lowe's has expanded its everyday military discount plan to include all honorably discharged veterans as of this month. They have also expanded the 10% discount to the online shopping. We talked about this hog bill, House Bill 467, the hog nuisance uh, ordinance. Governor Cooper has vetoed it, and it will go back probably for a veto override. Uh, Area unemployment figures were released, and they're good. Uh, Things have improved. Counties with rates of 5%. Now, this is the unemployment rate, so you want it as low as you you can. 58 counties in the state have rates lower than 5% or below. And uh, more details on the economy from our own Krista Scott. The U.S. construction industry extended its streak of job gains to eight months with a small increase of 5,000 jobs in April. The industry now employs 6.877 million Americans, a 2.6% increase over April 2016, according to preliminary data from the Labor Board. More welcome news. The industry's unemployment rate fell for the third consecutive month from 8.4% to 6.3%. For Making Your Home Great, I'm Krista Scott. And the News Radio 680 WPTF AccuWeather forecast sunny this afternoon with a few clouds the rest of the week uh, or rest of the weekend and even to Monday, partly cloudy, mostly sunny, 69. Right now it is 61 degrees. Real feel of 57. News Radio 680 WPTF. Tim Ferruzzi with us also. Uh, Tim, of course, from Handy Helpers and Highland Residential Roofing, and Al Reinish from NC Shed Builders. We're talking about sheds. Let's talk about options. What can I get on this shed? Because uh, let me just tell you that the backstory on this is that uh, my marriage is failing because I'm spending too much time at the radio station. Okay. <laughs> now, it's, it's failing. Luckily for me, it's failing uh, slow motion. So there's always that possibility I'll be in and out of the house, kicked out, and then beyond. 
You need I, somewhere to go. I do need somewhere man, to go. Man, you're going to make him a man cave. That's I right. Want a man, now, if I had a man cave with a couch, or big enough at least for a couch or an ottoman, and a workshop, I'd be fine. So tell me what additions I can put on. We actually we just did that for a customer this spring. Uh, he needed an office outside of his house. He said his kids were driving him crazy. Yeah. Uh, so we, yeah. we built him a 10 by 12 garden shed. Oh, yeah. And then uh, we came in. He had power run to it. Uh, yeah. We insulated and drywalled the inside, painted it all up, and... Um, and then he finished it off. Yeah. Uh, and we come in at, at a later point just to check on him and open the door, and it's, it's all air conditioned. He's got his computer screen there. He had a little couch, uh, and it was just his nice little workspace. I really have measured the big screen TV in the house and then compared it to the plans for your garden shed. It'll fit. Mm, wonderful. I can't watch anything that's like, you know, like a Bruce Willis movie. Because it would be too much. It would be too bright. You know what I mean? The explosions and things, that would be, it would be too much. But you can, you can build me a shed that, uh, that I could consider an office, couldn't I? Yes. Build it nice. Absolutely. What are the add-ons? All right. So when we typically price, uh, me down, uh, set up with a customer, we sit down and uh, read them the base price of a shed. Yeah. Um, oftentimes you need to get into that shed. And if you're... Just want to drive your lawnmower up there. Well, now yeah. we need a ramp. Yes. Uh, so we have a big ramp and a small ramp, depending on uh, what's needed. Uh, you walk into your storage shed. Do you want some shelves? Uh, so we've got, you can get, in our world, we've got a shelf, which is one foot wide by however long you want it. A uh, workbench, which is two foot wide by however long you want it. And then a loft, which is just that. You put, It's four foot wide. Oh. Uh, we stretch it across the rafters or uh, the top plate. Yeah. And, and just create some upper space for you to stick your Christmas decorations that you only use once a year. Or many people will put their, their Christmas tree up there um, or whatever else that's light and go up there easily. When you say loft, can you build a loft at least, say, five feet, nine and a half inches long? Yes. And wide enough to accommodate a human body? Yes. And, we- a, and a little foam mattress? With the proper engineering, yes, we can. <laughs> He's looking Al, at me. Had, <laughs> Al, have you had anybody um, call you for a uh, to create a small house for them with that product, and then they can come in and do all the other work? Uh, we have done that before. Uh, yeah. And I was just talking with a customer this morning, and, and we had built him uh, the size of it, 14 by 16, and then we had a four-foot porch added onto it. And and it was kind of funny because when we first started talking, he says, well, I'm planning on parking my four-wheeler here and my lawnmower here. Yeah. Yeah. And we built him up this shed. And his wife walked in yeah. and said, you're not parking it there. And so then we had to add on a lean-to to the side so he could park his four-wheeler and his lawnmower. This is uh, another slow-motion divorce. <laughs> actually, no. They were saving the marriage. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. okay. All right. And then we did put up some lofts, and I did uh, yeah. reinforce them, and I used some bigger boards because he had told me, he says, well, I'm, I want my son to be able to climb up in there, and if yeah. they come out here and they want to have a little uh, camp, uh, uh, sleepover, whatever, yeah. uh, he finished off the inside of his shed, ran power out to it, insulated it, put up some paneling, ended up looking great. Uh, we got some pictures of that on the website and on the Facebook page. Um, he, he did quite a bit more to it after I left. He ended up putting a, uh, uh, a stone walkway yeah. uh, out in front of it. It just looks beautiful. All right, let's go in the other direction. 
you make me something rock bottom? Minimalist? Yes. Can you make me something that's in budget? Yes. yes. Would, we don't have it on our Facebook or on our website, yeah. um, but when people, uh, I say, well, this is our statesman shed. This is probably the cheapest one I got. And yeah. then they might frown at me. I said, well, we have one more. We just call it a simple shed. And yeah. we, we take as much out of it as we can. And we bring the, the sidewall. Typically, uh, the statesman is a seven-foot sidewall. We bring it down to six foot. Yeah. Um, we, we might have one less floor joist. Uh, uh, we run our studs at two foot in, on center instead of 16. And so we just try yeah. and make it as basic of a shed as we can to fit the budget of the customer. And you've got what on your, your website. Yeah, go ahead, Tim. Your, sorry. What, what, do you, Al, what are your exterior choices for people? The... Our common exterior products is LP Smart Siding. Uh, it's a very good product. Uh, people often look at me like, what's that? I say, well, if you happen to go over by Lowe's or Home Depot and look at their sheds, you can see the product there. It is an engineered material. It's got a, a laminate exterior to kind of give you that wood grain look. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very good product. Uh, it comes with a 50-year warranty. Um, it, it's a good product for a storage shed. And it's got the vertical grooves that gives you that right. T111 look. Um, then we also offer vinyl, uh, hardy plank, and if anybody else has any other ideas uh, for an exterior, uh, I did a couple were just board and batten. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, I always tell people, just bring me your ideas. What do you have? And we'll see if we can make it happen. But for yeah, the most part, wants it built out of treated wood completely, or just you know, want T one eleven exterior open to that. It's just an upgrade, right? Yes. I just had a customer. Uh, we'll be working on them this week, and he specifically requested T111. So yep. we'll put our uh, regular material aside and bring them T111. All right. As soon as you guys start talking in parts lists, I get lost. T111 is what? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, a ply, it's a plywood uh-huh. material with grooves in it that run vertically. Okay. They're typically 12-inch on center. Is that right, Al? 12-inch uh, or 8-inch. Eight 8-inch, eight yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, the nice thing about that is you can stain it, mm-hmm. and the stain will actually obviously permeate deep down and help be more of a protectant. It, you know, I kind of equate T111, even though it's not really the right equation, but to kind of cedar or cypress look. Um, you'll see it on some of the contemporary homes. A lot of the contemporary homes that were built in the in the seventies, um, these patio homes, yeah. they use mm-hmm. the T one eleven. As long as they're taken care of, they hold up. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, it holds up very well. All right. From now on, when anybody suggests T one eleven, I'm just going to I'm going to know what it is. Good. It's got the stripes in it, basically. Yeah. It's yeah. got the stripe, and it appears to be a a series of pieces of wood. Put like together, a bat and tight. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, all right. So you've got, you've got, you've talked about different sheds. You've got the garden shed, which apparently is a big seller. Mm-hmm. Uh, classic barn shed. What is? Th- well, that's a high roof. Yes, that's a it's, nice, nice. When you say barn, it's talking about the b- big barn roof. Yes, where the, the roof goes up in two different pitches, goes up real steep, and then pitches again. Just a, a regular barn. A lot of times people paint it red just because that's the color yeah. of barns. Um, the the other shed that has really been a, a good seller for us is our contemporary shed. And it's because there's not very many other shed builders that put that one up. Um, and once again, that shed came about because somebody approached me with the idea and said, can you build this for me when I first started? And I said, 
Sure. And so we got the plans going, and, and I built it and took a picture, and more people started calling me for it. So the neat thing about the contemporary shed yes. is it has that single slant roof, or yes. what some people would call just a shed roof. So it doesn't have uh, two sides to it, it's just one side. That's right. It is a low pitch, so it's only got a 212 uh, rise to it. And because of that, we put metal on it. We use Union Master Rib 29 gauge. Um, underneath it, we run a snow and ice dam uh, just to make sure that no moisture is going to get through. We use two by eights for the rafters. The short wall, we start at seven foot, and then we rise it to whatever dimension we need, yeah. uh, depending on the size of the shed. We give it a, the transom windows above the door, which also gives it that contemporary look. And then oftentimes people are bringing us uh, different ideas to make it their own. Uh, most recently, one customer went to uh, uh, the restore and bought a window. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and the window probably sold for $400. Uh, <laughs> and he bought it in a big box store, but he brought it. He got a really good deal on it, brought, yeah. brings it to me. I fix it up a little bit, and we put it on a shed, and he has a lot more light coming in, and that makes it his own shed. That's just a good thing. Yeah. This is a very good thing. In fact, you know, we've had the people from the Restore on the show, and we will have them again. That is a, an interesting and positive concept. I, I like that. You just go out and you get yourself something from the Restore, make make the design change. Yeah, I often tell customers and when they're looking for things, go to the Restore, uh, see what yeah. they have. Um, if you want to know if we can work with it, just give me a call and we can try and uh, work something out. And most cases, we can make something work. And Al's talked about uh, these transom windows. These are just sort of rectangular, uh, wider left to right than they are up and down. And they're above the window or above the door. Correct. They're oftentimes put up above. So they're typically 10 inches tall by uh, the sizes we commonly use are uh, 30 inches or 60 inches, sometimes 72 inches. But it's, it's a... Uh, the height of it is short, but it becomes very long. The contemporary shed also has this overhang, yes. this wide overhang. So you know, yeah. you're know you getting light inside, but you're not getting direct sunlight at a lot of times during the day through those transom uh, windows. You're not getting – it's not over-baking what's inside. Right. You're not opening it up and it's 300 degrees. A lot of times people like this shed because it and they add windows to bring that light in. That's what they want. They want a yeah. shed that they can go in there and they can set up their – whatever thing they're going to do and it's just going to bring light in. I can tell Tim's hey, Dave, got a question. Yes. Dave, uh, when we get back from the commercial break, I Thank think you. we – and he touched on this already, but why, why would uh, – uh, our listeners call Al yep. for his product versus what we, you know, we see these Lowe's carries them Home Depot. So we want to touch on that on why uh, Al, we are to call you and what, what advantage you have over those guys with your product. Very good. Excellent idea. We're going to do that. And we have the AccuWeather forecast and that topic and more. If you've got a question for Al Reinish or Tim Ferruzzi, call up 919 860 9783 News Radio 680 WPTF and making your home great. News Radio 680 WPTF AccuWeather forecast partly cloudy today, tomorrow, and Monday with a high each day of 69 degrees. There could be afternoon showers Tuesday, uh, but still warm, 69, and even warmer later in the week. Right now, 
61 degrees. News Radio 680 WPTF. First hour of the show, we had Jacob Gooden from Jacob's Ladder Construction and Roofing. Going to have that on the podcast, which is available through WPTF.com. Just give us a you know an hour or two to get, get it up there. This hour, Al Reinish from NC Shed Builders and, of course, Tim Ferruzzi. And Tim introduced the topic for this little segment here. Uh, why should we go to you and not swing a hammer ourselves? Well, why not swing a hammer yourself? Some people can swing a hammer, just they end up hitting themselves in the thumb I do, like I you do. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> the obvious is you do this every day. That's correct. You're better at it. Dave, oftentimes uh, people have come up to me and say, Al, I can do this myself. Yeah. I just don't want to have the time. Yeah. Or it would take me three months to do what you can do in two days. Mm -hmm. And so that's why they're selecting us. And so uh, the thing that I like is a lot of times we will build the shed and then the customer, after we leave, does things to it. Right. They will add their little spin, whatever they want. They're going to get in there and they're going to set up uh, – set up the shed how they want it, um, right. you know, making hangers and putting tools here, putting their signs over there. Mm -hmm. um, and and I, I love seeing that because that's that's the essence of it. Uh, what What's your philosophy for the com company? Um, how much money does a person have to give you before you'll give them some service? That's probably not my good philosophy, but no, um, when I was working for other shed companies, one thing that bothered me is they would not go out to the customer ahead of time. They wanted the customer to come to them, yeah. and they were servicing a large area. And, I, of course, I didn't have a lot of money when I started. I didn't have a lot with displays, but I had my pickup truck, and I had my laptop. Yeah. And so what I would do is a customer would call me. I said, okay, well, I'll come out to your house. And so that's what I did. I came to their house. We yeah. sat down. I opened up my laptop, showed them different pictures, different styles, found out what they were looking for, walked out into their backyard. If they had any questions about the location they were thinking about or we're, we're, mm -hmm. we're deciding this side of the yard or that side of the yard, what do you, what do you think? And yeah. I just give them my opinion. And uh, I found that customers like that. And so that you know, that's a huge difference from what other companies do. A lot of times, they just they just want to sit behind their desk and answer the phone, and uh, and that's fine. That that works for some people, but we go out to the customer and meet them. Yeah. And in terms of quality of product, quality of finished item. Yes. When you walk to the big box stores and you walk by their sheds, are you aware of a quality difference between yours? And theirs. Yes. Yeah, you can always in, see in that. In what? Um, number one, you, you look at the materials mm -hmm. and look at the way it was put together. Um, it, uh, are, are they nailing things on there properly? Look at the, the kind of materials. Maybe the customer might not see that, but I see that. Mm -hmm. um, what, what's the grade of materials that they're using? Uh, when you walk into that shed, does everything look proper or are things sloppy? Mm -hmm. um, there's uh, what about the door? The door are huge because that's that's the most operable part of the shed. It, that's what you see when it's just sitting back there. Most of the time, you see those yeah. doors. Yeah. What do they look like? Are they sit, Are they all lopsided? Are they is one door hanging off, or are they actually decent? We mm -hmm. use a piano hinge. I get a lot of compliments on the type of hinge that uh, we use for our shed doors. And um, and if anybody were to ever have a problem with it, you know, give me a call. We're coming right back out there, and we're going to do something about it. But for the most part, I 
Nobody calls me about that, so that tells me most, we must be doing something right. That's good. So, yeah. so, so, Al, in summary, what you're doing then is you're you're coming to the customer, you're building them a shed the way they want it, if that's their choice, or you're giving them some basic cookie-cutter versions of your product with a higher quality material, and the other advantage is you can put it where they want it, when they want it, you do it fast, you build it on site versus trying to take down their fence and cut down trees. You're doing it wherever they need it on the property, and you also check with setbacks and code requirements, and the homeowner will check with HOA and get all that. Yeah, that, that's correct. Yeah, so that's, what's, that's what we do, and uh, a lot of times we try and work with them as best as possible. Find out what those HOA requirements are. Uh, figure out where they live. Are they in the city or are they in the county? Find out what the setbacks are. Yeah. Do they have a septic system? Where are the septic lines? Right. Are we going to be building right. on top oh, of them? Yeah. Uh, well, then oftentimes if if, if you're, you've got to cross that septic field to get to where they want the shed, well, yeah. you, you don't want to drive your truck in a heavy trailer over that. So well, park the truck as, clo- as close as you can get it and start carrying materials. And that's, uh, once again, a service that we provide. It doesn't cost anybody anything extra. Well, last time I checked, too, a 10 by 20 um, unit at public stores or one of those places is about $150 a month or $200 a month. So someone could come in and have something like that built on a property. They own it. It's right there at their home, and they're not renting it. Yes, that's a huge benefit is you're not continually putting money into something that – you, you don't own. You're just, you know, in that situation, you're just paying for storage space. Whereas with us, we can put that storage space right there in your own backyard and you can go to it whenever you want and pull things out of it. You know, as you've been talking, I've been thinking about things you could do with storage buildings. You could make a workout room, you could make a man cave, you could make a little hobby shop, you could turn it into a workshop. It could be a place for your kids to have their own little hangout when they have sleepovers or whatever they're doing, so many different options. Or you could actually have a, a tiny house. Yes. Uh, a, a lot of times uh, I tell people, you know, start a garage revolution. Um, <laughs> you, you know the people, they, they, they park their car and they watch it rain and storm. Yes. And they can't park their car in a garage because their garage is full of stuff. Yes. Well, give right. us a call. We can come. We can get them a storage shed. We can start pulling some of those boxes, that lawnmower, and they can have their garage space so they can park their car inside their garage again. Yeah, and I've seen many garages that were turned into man caves being the guy just has his TV out there, his couches and chairs, and he could actually, and he's got his car, their cars parked right outside the garage. That's right. So they could actually move that to your storage building and, and get the wife back in the garage with her car <laughs> and your car and get there's, on with life. That's right. That's right. And there's, there's so many different options, so many different things we can do with the storage sheds. And once again, I always tell people, just bring me your ideas. And we'll see what we can do with that. I was just talking with a, a potential customer yesterday, and she wanted a chicken coop. Um, yeah. But she'd want, she didn't want something that looked like a chicken coop. She yeah. wanted a, a shed. So when the neighbors looked, they, did, they didn't see a chicken coop. They saw a storage shed. Yeah. And so that's what we were working on, the design of it. Uh, oh, that's good. Yeah. We, we the Alexanders, used to have chickens. And we, we, built, uh, we built our own enclosures. You know... Building things on plumb and straight, that's hard. Square, straight, and level. That's why I tell that's people you. all the time. Oh, not me. Yeah, you start. All right. Al Reines of NC Shed Builders, thank you. Great show. Thanks News for having Radio me, News Radio 680, WPTF.